Hey, Esky fans, this is the first ever episode of our Pick and Roll podcast. It's going to focus on women's basketball at the University of Washington, part of the Fourth and Inches Network. My name is Trevor Mueller, and with me is Evie Mason. Um, Evie, you cover the team for the UW Daily. You're the beat reporter for them. Uh, welcome to your podcast. Um, and I guess getting into it, uh, Washington's women's team had a really kind of a, a clunky beginning with having some games and then they had quite a, a long break and it looked like some of the rust finally fell off in the second half against um, East, Eastern Washington. Uh, Washington now gets into non-conference play at five and three. Uh, what's your overall take on this team so far? All right. Well, first off, thanks for having me. And hey, you're welcome. I guess... My overall take is, to be honest, I'm not, I guess it wouldn't be ideal being five and three, but, you know, they are pretty, they're a pretty new team, new coach, new, a lot of new players. So, and after we got the win versus Eastern, and then after that, um, they got the win over, um, over Nevada. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, no, it I- was Nevada. And they were, they looked pretty dominant that game. So I, even though they do play Stanford, which is, I think Stanford is ranked either second or third. They're, they're a very good team. Yeah. I think that I feel pretty okay. They already show that they can hang with ranked teams like, like they did during the Louisville game. So they seem to have one, one of the things that really stood out to me so far in most games I've seen is the fact that they pretty they have a pretty deep bench, especially when their main point guard, Alexis Grisby, went down with injury a couple of games ago. I think it was during uh-huh. the Eastern game. They, they seem to adjust to it just fine, and that's why I think and um, Langley seems to have a pretty deep like roster of players she can go through and kind of rotate. She's even mentioned like, oh, I want to start getting into the, you know, using as many players as I can using subs. So I think that that will really help them at least compete, even with really tough teams. Yeah. And, you know, this Washington team, um, they have wins over Nevada. Like you talked about, that was an absolute uh, demolishing of mm-hmm. uh, of Nevada. Uh, they Eastern Washington after uh, a couple week break, it seemed like where uh, they didn't play any games and you saw the rest yeah. and uh, it, it fell off in the second half to win. They got wins against Seattle, U, San Diego, and Northern Arizona. Their yeah. losses are to teams that, you know, you're used to hearing about in the tournament. Um, they, the best game, the the best game they lost was that number 10, um, loss to, uh, Louisville and, uh, they hung with them for that entire game. It was until the fourth quarter that Louisville was able to pull away. And it seemed like that was their really emotional game. And then, you know, the next two, it seemed like they, it, it was it was a lot tougher for them to get up for those games. A loss at VC, uh, against VCU and North Carolina. North Carolina not ranked, but right. often in um, in the conversation around one of the top sixteen teams mm-hmm. in the country. They still looked, at least in my opinion, they still looked very solid. So it wasn't too 
it wasn't something to be ashamed of. Right. Right. And I mean, I remember back when I was, uh, just out of high school, I remember Washington, uh, playing against UConn back when UConn was, uh, the, the best team in the nation. Um, Pat summits, Tennessee team was, was pretty good as well, but, uh, UConn and Washington squared off and it was something like hundred to 51. So, uh, the fact that Washington is able to compete with those teams again, after the neighbors era, um, I think is a really, really positive thing for this team. And can you kind of talk about, uh, the style of play that Washington runs with this new system? Yeah. Um, I would say, to be honest, I, I want to say that they're more, it seems like they kind of spend equal amount of time, like equal amount of effort on both ends of the court, if that makes uh-huh. sense. So yeah. I haven't seen anything too explosive on either like offensive or defensive. I mean, I guess Grigsby did go off the, um, during the Seattle U game. She had like, how many, like 20, almost 30 points. That was uh-huh. crazy. But yeah, anyways, I haven't seen anything too too much on either side, which I think is is okay right now, since like I said, they're still kind of getting used to a new feel. Right. And the offense seems to go through the uh through the post uh with Haley Van Dyke. Um mm-hmm. and so maybe more of a slowdown system where uh, you know, we were used to back in the a few years ago, it was also horror running uh, three point line to three point line and, and Kelsey Plum doing her thing. So um, I, you know, going inside out, there's a lot of, there's a lot of positives that go along with that, especially when, you know, the PAC 12 might not be as good as it has been in the past where right now there's only two ranked teams. Um, but starting off with the second best team in the country uh, playing more of a slowdown system might be really positive for this program. Right. I agree. I do think that, well, like I said, as they're getting more acclimated, they'll probably, they do have Nancy Mulkey in the mm-hmm. post. So I, I think that once they get a little more acclimated, once she gets a little, you know, a little more confident in her play that she'll, they'll probably start using her more. I can't imagine that they wouldn't. Yeah. And it looks like you're right. That the, the, the offense is going to flow through those two. And um, I guess, you know, you, we talked a little bit, uh, a co- man, a couple of weeks ago now, and you had said that probably a really reasonable expectation for this team is finishing in the middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. But with right now having UCLA, Oregon, Oregon State, all unranked as well, do you see Washington be able to push into that top half of the, uh, of the conference? And if I'm being honest, again, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm being too optimistic or anything, but I, I do think that they have a shot. They were down by either 11 or 12 points by the beginning, at the beginning of the third quarter. And then within, by the end of the, by the end of that same quarter, they were able to kind of turn things around and just that kind of push, I guess to win games and when you're down by more than 10 points in the second half, I think seems to be a good quality to have. And they brought that. I mean, maybe that win was motivation to get 
that, you know, dominant win over Nevada. So I think that they're in a pretty good, I would assume that they're in a pretty good um, mentality going into the Stanford game, which is all that you can really ask for. Yeah. And I mean, it, being, being on the floor together in a competition uh, after a long break, getting yeah. back in rhythm, I think is really important. Yeah. And um, I think that really helps them. And I guess we'll see. Uh, they have one more game here left in 2021. They play on New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah against the number two team in the country. And after that, it's, it's conference play. And those, that's what really matters. And, um, you know, Washington at this point, um, if they can take care of business, you know, they're looking at possibly getting into the NCAA tournament again. Yeah, I agree. So uh, for Trevor Mueller and Evie Mason, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>